Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories. Your no-so cruise goes on a little deep dive in the ratings war between WCW and WWF. I'm your host, Joseph Lussell. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Hey. No-so's living legend, Mike Booble. Hi, everybody. How's it going, guys? How did you guys enjoy this week of the Wall Stories? Um... I think I enjoyed it. I think I did too. I don't remember. I, I don't remember hating it. I don't remember it since I had to watch the two weeks almost back to back. So it's all a I will, big... I will refresh your yeah, memories. I guess we'll find out here shortly if we hated it or not. I think I will. I shall refresh your memories. Um, what, do, you remember, do you remember the date? Yes. August 30th. It was August 30th. Yep. Uh, and I know that... Uh, Nitro was in that uh, shithole in uh, Uniondale, yep. New York. Yep. And uh, Raw was in Worcester. Worcester. Uh, or was Smackdown? That's Smackdown. Smackdown. So I, I watched all everything jumbled Raw together. Raw was in... It was in Boston. Was it Boston? Was it Boston? I think it was Boston. We'll find out when we get to it. I just want to quiz you, you know, since you... I just thought this is the fifth Monday of August this year. Yikes. <laughs> Shall we cut into uh, start this... Uh, WCW Nitro? Yeah. All right. WCW Nitro, August 30th, 1999. We are in the famous, I'm kidding, Uniondale, New well, York. No, it is famous, it's famous, but it's a shithole. It's famous the way the Manhattan Center was famous. Is it? Piece of garbage. Is it, it's famous for being a shithole, actually. Yeah. That's, that's a claim to fame you want for your uh, vaunted home venue. You come to our stadium. It sucks. <laughs> Look at you, Boston. Reverse Stadium. Uh, so we get a hard cut to the ring as we're going set straight to action. What the fuck did they cut out? It had to be like a kiss. Like, it had to be the like kiss. A Probably recap thing, right? See, either that or they were trying to make a point. This isn't Raw. You're not going to get 25 minutes at the beginning of the show. You'll get it somewhere in the middle. It'll be sprinkled in. You but don't you worry about that. But you ain't going to get it at the beginning this week. Uh, our first match of the night: Steve Regal. And Dave Taylor okay. uh, versus Disorderly Conduct, right, who has right. been on our screen. Too much would be the answer to that question you just asked. <laughs> you guys just haven't learned to love Mean Mike, mean and, Mike tough and Tough Tom, Tom? yet. Uh, I hate Mean Tom and Tough Mike. You need to open up your arms and your bosoms. Yeah. To Disorderly Conduct. All right. Uh, commentary uh, brings up during this... Uh, Enter that it's going to be Goldberg and DDP in the main event. No bait or switch here. Okay. Uh, Hulk Hogan's here. So, um, also. Let me guess. He's going to take his vitamins, say his prayers, and kick some ass. He might. He might. So, real talk. I was listening. I can't remember the third one. What's the third, the old one? I couldn't remember the third thing he used to say. It was, well, believe in yourself. Because at first it was just say your prayers and take your vitamins. But he added believe in yourself in like 92. Okay. So he didn't always have a third one then. No. So I was like, what did he used to fucking say? No, at first it was just say your vitamins and uh, say your vitamins. Say your vitamins, eat your prayers. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) Don't you worry about that. Uh, Guys, uh, Berlin's here. Um, The... Highly recruited Berlin. I mean, Sting left. Berlin hasn't mattered since the late 80s, to be fair. <laughs> Wall fell. 
Um, the wall fell exactly 10 years before this, so that's about right for a pro wrestling company. <laughs> Checks out. Stop it. I wrote it down in my notes before the match even started. I was like, well, Sid's coming out. Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, Charles Robinson comes out with the sign saying 73 and 0. And Joe? Yeah. I was with you on week one. I, I, I'm tired of it already. <laughs> yeah. uh, so my exact note is Sid again. Yep. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> I was all for it week one. Then this happens, though. Uh, Sid power bombs both members of disorderly conduct and pins them. Now his count is 75 and oh. How do you think I felt? Last week I got it on all three shows. <laughs> <laughs> then we get a promo with Sid. Uh, Sid repeats that there is no end to his streak. Well, this uh, promo. Fuck. Uh, Sid says that uh, he has to pick it up a bit so that number can get higher and higher. Uh, Sid wants to be the Millennium Man, and he has no equal. The crowd chants uh, Goldberg, and he just tells him to stop. Uh, Sid then powerbombs the, uh, another member of Disorderly Conduct because of the fans. They made him do it. Sid and Charles will be together till, the, uh, till he's on the top of the world. The crowd chants again. Sid powerbombs the other member of Disorderly Conduct. Sucks to be them. Like we said last week, it's, it's quite funny to see Charles being an ordinary ref Throughout the whole night until Sid comes out. I mean, in all fairness, you know that you're a job or a team if you're wearing black and purple. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I can't think of another one. Uh, we go backstage and we see that Lenny and Lodi show up in a taxi, but security won't let them in because they're not on the list. Did you guys uh, notice something? What? Uh, so the fan, there was a fan there with, with the sign. But you, yeah. so you didn't recognize him? Is that Frank the Clown? No. I don't know. That's what the dude from the video last week? Yeah. He was the main guy in the Nitro party last week. Oh, God. I just pulled that out of my ass because I, you know, I remember the segment, but I don't remember the, the guy. It, it's a, like a small, skinny guy, and yeah. he's a big Lodi fan, but yeah, they um, he was on the Nitro party, mm. and then he is behind commentary for a segment. Is he supposed to be their imp? I think so. Whose kid is he? Lenny's or Lodi's? We share Is it everything. Garrett Bischoff? No, one that I know of. I don't know what he looks like. I just know he's a thing at some point. So No. Uh, so, you know how Raw does and uh, does the recap to begin? Yeah. Raw? Yep. Well, Nitro does this does it too. But however, this week, we're going we're gonna to do it after the first match and Sid promo. So, a recap from last Nitro. DDP and Goldberg starting the feud to, for tonight's main event. DDP spearing all the members of the triad. Hold on. Don't forget that they're starting the feud over the fact that Kidman can't fight his own fucking battles. So big brother Goldberg has to come to his aid. Well, they're both named Bill, so... Hmm. Just wonder why Kidman can't get, quite get over. It's like a, a K and Xbox situation. Or, <laughs> or, you know, it's because one has is hanging out with a one... Lovely lady. Oh yeah, one one's on the uh, <laughs> one's fine. <laughs> one's 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 on the fuck with list because he's getting fucked. So one is in storyline trying to fuck Kimberly and in real life fucking Tori Wilson. God damn it, dude! That's heat, brother. <laughs> I mean, that's like trading in a you know filet mignon for um, another filet mignon. <laughs> For a fresher filet mignon? I don't know. Uh, that one didn't fresher, really work. Yeah, a quite fresher one. Uh, we see Tanae also asking Bischoff if, if he's in control of WCW. Sin, uh, Sid running amok on WCW. Luger showing up, telling Sting not to trust Hogan. 
Sid and Steiner interfering in the main event. Hogan staying making the rematch. Did they make the rematch for tonight? Because if I recall, Hogan said next week, me and you. Ho- and if Goldberg, yeah, he, did. he did. He did. Yeah, he he Hogan that up. Okay, so he Hogan it up, saying next week, me and you again with Luger and Goldberg. Uh, making sure. Yep, he for sure said that. Creative, okay. creative changed course in the term of a week, brother. I will say this though: you guys understand what's going on, don't you? You you see what's happening. No, probably. Okay, so they're getting their ass kicked in the ratings, mm-hmm. and uh, when they debuted in '95, things worked for them, didn't it? Yes, they did. Yeah, and a couple things worked in the meantime, right? They're just rehitting all their greatest hits. Hogan's back in red and yellow. Luger is straight back, and you don't know what he's doing. He's he's with Sting. He's he's stirring the pot with Hogan. What is uh, he What is he doing here? Right. Sid has an undefeated streak. Every week, the number goes up and up. They're they're replaying their greatest hits. I mean, Luger just needs a pirate shirt. All they need is the NWO back, and it would be like, hmm. you well, know, Tatum is still here. Uh, they're 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 redoing everything that worked for them, uh, except for the spontaneity and highlighting the cruiserweights. But hey, you know what? Other than that, they need Big Bubba. No trouble. <laughs> get get some of them uh, MK, VK Wall Street uh, hacksaw Jim Duggan taped fist matches. Corey, are you saying there is trouble in paradise? I'm saying there's thunder in paradise. You know what else uh, I'm thinking? Attack on. Um... Devil Island. Devil's Island. Someone is no longer under contract, I believe. His wife may be in a lawsuit with the other guys. But I think his contract is up with those guys. So why don't we get the kiss that don't miss? Why don't we get Johnny B. Bad back on Monday Nitro? Don't tease me with a good time. No? Don't tease me. <laughs> so the intro starts for Nitro. However, you can hear Pinzer in the back yeah. trying to hype everybody Just up. Straight up fucking hot mic in the back. Yep. <laughs> Somebody please stand up. We're live in this shithole. Are you ready? <laughs> I want to rock. <laughs> you want to rock? Uh, well, we start off with the Nitro girls. Voluntary. It's going to be DDP and Goldberg tonight. And it's just like, okay, you're not going to announce... Um, Hogan and Sting tonight. So first I was like, "Well, we don't get Hogan and Sting then." Well, got it. Yeah, got it. If that's not pl- uh, pubbing one hundred and one, brother, I think we can save it for the pay per view, dude. Well, where, yeah. Well, where was that mindset a year ago, dumbass? <laughs> uh, oh yeah. um, so then, and then we start with a. Well, then we get started with a mean Gene in the ring, and he goes, "One more time, let's introduce Lex Luger." One more time. <laughs> Maybe they tried and failed. I think they tried and they weren't back on television. And they fucked up. Mm. So that was uh, Mean G, not Pinsir hyping up the crowd. <laughs> One more time. Oh, Here comes Lex Luger. Luger coming out wearing some Yankee gear, Corey. I uh, approve wholeheartedly. Mm. Uh, nothing to complain about. I thought he looked dapper. He looked successful. When Joe, you could see all the steroids he ripping looked, through that shirt. It makes he, sense he's a Yankee fan. He yeah. looked confident. You know what he looked like? A, point blank. A young Alex Rodriguez? There it is. He looked like a winner. <laughs> so a young Alex Rodriguez got it. Uh, uh, Luger, Luger's and mind. old Andy Pettit, weirdly enough. Yeah, weird. Uh, uh, Hogan. Uh, you Luger, hypocrite. 
Luger changed his mind after a week because at the end of Nitro, he was trusting Hogan, like shaking his hand. But now, you know what? I don't trust that son of a bitch. Uh, Hogan might be wearing the red and yellow, but for the past three years, he showed his true colors. They were shining through. (laughs) I started singing it. Uh, Luger says that he has evidence that uh, proves that Hogan's a con man. I can't wait to see this. The evidence, by the way, is on its way to the arena. That old chestnut. Remember uh, Halloween Havoc 95? Oh, we can't show you giant falling off the goddamn roof yet, but we will eventually. Still waiting for that one. Uh, Gene asks what type of evidence, photos, videos, and Luger says, "Uh, you're going to have to wait and see. So then I wrote, uh, well, thanks for being out here, Lex, to give us nothing, you fucking asshole. What a waste of an interview. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh, don't worry. They'll try it 17 more times tonight. Where's quality control? (laughs) I think Sid beat them in a tag match earlier. That's right. Oh, it's disorderly disorderly conduct. Uh, Yeah, that's (laughs) your He he beat them, too. It was just in the back. (laughs) Disorderly conduct is going to be fixed into uh, quality control. (laughs) Your new tag team, quality control. Uh, commentary brings up that at Fall Brawl, it's going to be Hogan versus Sting. As we said earlier, that was supposed to be tonight. But, you know. You don't worry about that. But hang on, guys. Uh, let's cut backstage as there's a limo. Look at that limo. It's a two-door Mercedes. It's a town car, you fucks. Yeah. <laughs> My God, look at that Mercedes. Uh, look at that limo. Uh, it has There's people surrounding it. And, oh, good God almighty, it looks like there's Berlin, and he has a translator. I, and I swear to God, I was like, he looks like Horace Hogan. This is like if Horace Hogan was in better shape. What does this look? So, uh... <laughs> Terrible. Uh, they, you know... <laughs> He's uh, a big deal. Well, no, I will say this. At it, I'm, I'm trying to put myself back in 1999. Mm-hmm. At the time, that was like a, a, like a Eastern European look. And that's what they were going for. Yeah, well, they wanted to, what they wanted to do, and I don't blame them for this, is they wanted to get as far away from that look as they could. Yeah. Because they had treated that look and the person doing it as a jobber. So if they want to try to make him a better deal, which in my opinion, his talent deserves. Uh, because I believe, hashtag, push out, right. Exactly. Uh, kind of like with Savage. I don't blame them or blame him for doing the re, you know. Yeah. And that was a look. Jarring. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very, the black hair makes him very pale. Very it's pale. like Seamus pale. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the hair. If he had just gone totally bald, I think I would have been okay with it. The hair is weird. Like, the beard is fine with the glasses actually makes sense. It fits the trench coat. I like the arm dish security guard around it. That was a cool thing. But I like... I like the little uh, the little bit where they don't pretend he's not Alex Wright. Like Tony Fullout says, he can speak English, he just refuses to. I do like that. See? They just don't say Alex Wright. Right, right. So, I mean, I, I like that part. We'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. As they're hyping him up as a big deal. Speaking of big deals, let's go to, our ra- to the ring for our next match. Lash LaRue coming out to Stevie Richards' old theme music versus... Yeah. Scotty Riggs. There you go. Uh, I mm. I must have quit watching WCW like religiously every week. Yeah. In the fall of '99, before someone gets there, because I do not remember the Scotty Riggs little mini push. Mm-mm. I thought he was gone by this point. 
Well, the uh, crowd wants him to gone as they're chanting, you are gay. And that's Sid, and, an, and we want Sid. That's and, for a different act. Yeah, they're getting the act wrong. Yeah, you know what? It, that's another reason the Sid thing is bad now. Whenever you've got two guys who aren't superstars in the match, they just, want Sid. They just chant Sid because you've, you've taught them that jobber matches don't don't matter and these guys aren't important. So straight up, I wrote down before the match started, oh, Sid comes out. And when he didn't, I had to erase it. <laughs> well, Sid doesn't come out. However, Vampiro and ICP come out. And they just watch for a little bit. And then um, Riggs hits a Famouser for the win. So they didn't interfere? Is it just me? Or is ICP looking a little less interested week by week? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, yeah. And I'll tell you this. Um, the clock is ticking. Yeah. Do they make the pay-per-view? Because it feels like they, they do. don't. Okay. They do. I can't promise you they make any dates past that. <laughs> but they make the pay-per-view. <laughs> Uh, Vampiro get, uh, gets into the ring and tries to put his arm around Riggs, but Riggs keeps pushing him off. And Vampiro says, "You owe me one." Hmm. Okay. Yep. What is Vampiro the pusher man now? Booker man. Like he just comes out and like leads you to victory, even though you didn't ask for it. And he's like, "You owe me one." Yeah. I kind of like that gimmick. Yeah. Hey, you owe me one. For what? For what? I didn't do anything. Yep, you owe me one. I'll call later. So then I'll we get uh, Corey's new favorite group, Revolution. God damn it. Um, so here's something. Uh, they come out wearing their new T-shirts. They're terrible. N- next time you watch, look at them, okay? Yeah. Pro- the producer noticed this. Okay. The R in Revolution looks like the R from Retribution. God damn it. <laughs> like 100% the, log- the style of it, side by side. What did I tell you? It is a mystery. No, what did I tell you, man? They are, in fact, just... It's like they're purposely mining WCW 99-2000 nowadays to find the terror. It's like they're trying to tank WWE. Uh, like, let's see how badly we can kill it. Yeah. Uh, Corey's boy, Shane Douglas, talks the whole time. <laughs> and tries to hype up the crowd, asking the fans if they're all real deals. And then when they ask about if he's the real deal, they boo him. I wonder if Shane deal. Douglas is an Al Pacino fan. Who are? <laughs> That's right. That's right. You are out of your mind. That's right. Revolution. Revolution. Ha. Is Saturn the real deal? Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Who better than that? Now I just want Al Pacino as the mouthpiece for Revolution. That'd be great. I'm out of order. No. You're out of order. Sid's out of order. <laughs> Woo. Uh, Saturn then challenges Steiner to a TV match at Fall Brawl. Benoit, as the... Babyface opens a, um, has an open challenge to anyone. Uh, and then Malenko gets to say the catchphrase. <laughs> Again, huh. Malenko's huh. like the fourth dude. Oh, yeah. Out with the evolution. <laughs> In with the revolution. Ooh, My recap right. of this promo, John Oliver fans will get cool. I love John Oliver. <laughs> cool. uh, we get the Nitro Girls. And then let's go to our next match, shall we? Kaz Hayashi, who ditched the Glacier gear. Versus Lodi. Well, he's what? trying to he's trying to get trained by Buster. There it is. Mm. Uh, with Lodi, Lodi, and with Lenny. Uh, as past couple months we've been seeing on DoDF, the countdown to the millennium. Now we get the countdown to mayhem for Dose W as it's their new video game. Oh yeah. Did any of you guys play that game? No, I did. This guy right here. It looked terrible enough for me to stay far away from. It was pretty bad. It wasn't, wasn't great. It wasn't good. It, it's one of those things of like it's, it's no than, revenge. It's better than the one that comes out in two thousand. Yes, oh yes, is. but like it's when it's like 
I was hyped for it growing up at the time because of WCW NWO Revenge. I'm like, okay, this is like masterpiece right here. Let's see how this one does. And then I'll play it and I go, what the hell is this? Can I uh, Until that point one out? WWF comes out. Can I <laughs> point out a fun fact? Yeah. Yes. Do you know how uh, creatively bankrupt WCW was in 1999? They used WCW Mayhem for four different things that year. It's the name of this video game. Yep. It's the name of the CD of theme songs and music that comes out later in the year. Checks out. Time by Records. It's the name of the pay-per-view they replaced World War III with in November. And it was the name of the Best of Monday Nitro VHS tape they released that summer. Mm. So they banked on Mayhem. All using the same logo. Awesome. Awesome. I mean, they just... Branding? Completely ran out of ideas. Ouch. How do you not call the Best of Nitro tape the Best of Monday Nitro? It's the Best of Mayhem, brother. They called it Monday Night Raw. Yeah. People would have bought it. <laughs> they called it WCW Mayhem. But hey, it worked out for me because as a tape trader and a tape buyer, uh, later on next year, um, say, uh, what was the name of the place across from uh, Dairy Mart? No, in uh, oh. in Gateway, the CD place. What was the name of that one? I don't remember the name F- of the F- CD F- store. The, there was a cross from FYE. There was. There were two of them. Not some pack. No, no. I don't remember the name. But anyway, there was a CD store, right? And they sold VHS too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and they were supposed to get in the Mayhem Best of Nitro, but they got in the pay-per-view, but thought it was the Best of Nitro, so I got it for like 10 bucks. Oh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I was like, awesome. Hey, idiots. <laughs> uh, during, during this match, Kaz tries to do a scissor t- takeover, but a uh, takedown, but Lodi slips and they both fall on the ground. Uh, Kaz hits a jump, uh, hits a... He jumps over the rope, uh, DDT onto Lodi. Uh, Kaz hits a corkscrew moonsault. Uh, Lodi hits a crossbody to the outside onto Lenny and Kaz. Kaz hits a second rope Frankensteiner. Um, Lodi throws Kaz into the turnbuckle, and Lodi catches him, and then Lodi moves out of the way, and Kaz knocks down the ref. So we get a ref bump. Lenny gets into the ring, but Kat, uh, Kaz rolls him up for the win. Lenny tries to explain, but the ref does not give a damn. Uh, Lenny and Lodi then hit a suplex crossbody double team move on to Kaz. Here. The basic ass match. Yeah. Huh? The basic ass match. Well, here, here's the deal. And that's what I was kind of worried about. I agree with you guys last week when you, or the week before even, when you guys asserted that uh, you were happy to see Lenny Lane get the cruiserweight title. Yeah. I wasn't sure. Now I can say that I'm against it. This is the reason why you don't give Lenny the cruiserweight title. Because he's a perfectly adequate wrestler. There's nothing wrong He's with fine. him. He's fine. But it's all gimmick with him. And the cruiserweight title always works best when it's work rate, not gimmick. Mm. So <laughs> I'm not dealing, feeling it. Yeah. I would much rather see Cass have it. Right. And have Cass take on Hoovy and Psychosis and Super Kolo and El Dandy and Kidman and Blitzkrieg. Eddie and Ray and Blitzkrieg. Patty Stonegrinder. Patty Stonegrinder. Sure. Put her under a mask. More guy. Well, guys, since commentary brought up earlier, they show a fall brawl promo, and it's Sting versus Hogan. I mean, adequate main event to replace war games that isn't happening. Hate to see it. I mean, in all fairness, though, in in the landscape war of games. WCW '99 in September '99, yeah. What kind of match could you have put on a war game? Uh, well, they they tease one uh, later with four people against four people, but other than that, it's fine. War games. 
Let's go to Mean Gene. <laughs> As he's in the ring and he calls out Hulk Hogan. Hogan coming out to his 94 red Hulkster uh, pants. Yeah, he is. He's oh, full on back I in the night. I like the line, line down. Uh, what's with the music playing during Hogan's promo? Like the piano music? I have no idea. Awesome. Did you write Gene's first line down? No. It was dark as fuck, whatever he said. I didn't write the line. I just wrote that it was dark. Every once in a while, Gene does what that. What the fuck did he say? God damn it. Ugh, he's not dead yet, folks. All right, someone is. God damn it. I wish I wrote it down. Fucking shit. He's not Owen Hart. Here comes Hulk Hogan. <laughs> um, Hogan says that he promised his son that he won't stab Sting in the back. Hogan can't wait to see what evidence shows up later. Hogan says if Luger is trying to set him up, he will kick Logan's, uh, Luger's ass. <laughs> and Logan. And Logan. Uh, commentaries, they're trying to promote the new uh, like VC, uh, VHSs of uh, Hogan and Flair. The music that piano music that was playing behind Hogan was playing behind them, and they tell Tony is yells, "Can you guys just stop the music or whatever the hell it is?" <laughs> Nobody. Oh shit! I do know what it is. Never mind. I think I know what it is too. So. God damn it! You didn't love it when said uh, Hogan said, uh, "I'm just gonna be in the back eating fruit and being cool." Yeah. Like, okay. I brother. Yep. That's hip in '99. That's <laughs> eating fruit and being cool. <laughs> He's trying so hard. With my new security team, oh, quality control. possibly thought that was a cool line, right? I think he did. What, what? Eating fruit and being cool. I'm gobsmacked right now. <laughs> Eating fruit. A little fruit booty. I'm going to be in back. Eating fruit, being cool. My new security team, quality control. Hating black people. What the fuck? Man? We're quality didn't control so that, okay, dude? Bad. Let's go something that wasn't bad. Our next match, as it's Leparka and Blitzkrieg versus Rey Mysterio Jr. and Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, go ahead and just put this in my veins. Yes. yes. As soon as I saw the first team, I was like, okay. <laughs> Intrigued. Thoughts on uh, Leparka's red and black gear? It's the alternate. Yeah. Um, I prefer the black and, and white. I hate it. Yeah, it's not the yellow. Yeah. Uh. The, the match deserves more notes than I wrote, but I did just write Leparka is awesome. Yeah, it's fucking Leparka. Eddie man. throws Ray, so Ray slides to the outside and hits a spinning DDT on Leparka. Ray hits a springboard moonsault outside on Leparka. Ray attempts a crossbody on Leparka, but Leparka catches him and then does his dance. Uh, Vampiro and ICP come out on the stage and watches the match. Eddie runs up the ropes and hits a Hurricane Rana on Leparka. Man, it's you know I call it the Devin syndrome now, just because we we kind of saw it last week with him. People these days, there, there's a whole generation of people who don't understand what Ray Mysterio Jr. was. Yeah. yeah, they only think of the bulked up WWE version, who was still great, but they don't understand there was something so much that's, more. That, I'm gonna say that's why like rewatching this makes me truly appreciate Eddie. But mm-hmm. growing up, I was always a Ray guy. I oh, yeah. hated Eddie. You're supposed to. Yeah, You're supposed to, job. and they did, did the job. But growing up, Ray Mysterio Jr. was in my top three. He was and awesome. Having said all of that, look at how much Eddie stood out in this match. How oh. good he is. That missile dropkick was... Booker T should never do it again, is no. what that was. I love La Parca. When it can be that, don't do that. <laughs> Rey Mysterio is one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. 
but Eddie Guerrero's on another level. Dude, There's, he is so good. It, it's one of those things, like we were saying with the Devin syndrome, of Devin needs to go back and, like, honestly, what the database here should do. Top 10 pre-2000 matches that you you tell all of us to watch, or Ooh. just Devin. That's not a bad idea. Hogan Giant, Ostruck. No, no, I'm just saying Ray. Oh. Just to, just to, just. We'll work on that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Blitzkrieg does a shit ton of somersaults and then flies to the top turnbuckle. Blitz, you know, everybody says Ray Mysterio, but Blitzkrieg, that's Agent Zero for the flippy guys. That. Because <laughs> uh, Ray has. Him and, him and the Hardys came up at the same time, but like, like the Young Bucks are like, hmm. Yeah. Because with without question. With Ray and Hoovy, there's still like logic to it. Mm -hmm. But Blitzkrieg's just straight up, I'm going to do Flip -flopping. 630s for no reason, and I'm going to. And a whole generation was like, hmm. <laughs> That's generation me right there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Ricochet furiously taking down notes. Just like masturbating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> furiously masturbating. <laughs> oh. Uh, Eddie throws Ray up to the up, up top on the blue screen, who he hits a uh, Frankenstein. Then Eddie throws Ray over the top rope to the cross body on the parka. Eddie wins the match with a frog splash onto Blitzkrieg. Not that Eddie isn't like giant, but he's just like tossing Ray for spots. <laughs> right. He's like the giant in this match. <laughs> like, Ugh. But also, how awesome is the parka? The parka's a this, shit, dude. Uh, this might be my, uh, here's my spoiler match of the night here, for oh, yeah, folks. Spoiler. Jesus. I love this version of the parka almost as much as I love like current day old man angry L.A. Park just fucking out there hitting people with fucking trash cans and saying fuck you to everyone. I just love it. You did love him and his son's uh, kitchen oh, uh, cooking yeah. uh, and that casino with La Parca. Oh yeah. my god, man. As he's like fr frying pork, he's like, I'm gonna kick all the bitches in MLW. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go to Oh My Guys. We're in the ring with me and Gene and he calls out Berlin. I will kill Hammerstone. Don't uh, forget to add a pinch of salt. <laughs> uh, why did the quality of the picture, like, eat That's it? That's the effect they want for Berlin. It was fucking atrocious. Guess like, what? Everybody in 1999 agreed with you. It's so bad. It's bright, and the quality is all... It's like, it's... Like, if you plug in a, V8, a VCR to current-day 4K TVs, it's that shitty quality. You know what it is? Propaganda film. Mm. Propaganda film. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, we're still at war with Nazis in 1999. In 2020. <laughs> Turns out. Fuck you, Trump. You lost, bitch. Concede. Um, there's so much. You're going to get, like, a... You're going to get a lawyer with diuretic head. Coming after us here. You're loose. I said it myself. <laughs> had no affiliation with NoSellerEntertainment.com. Oh, no, I'm no, at, no, no, no. We, I'm at MT Booble on Twitter. We, we stand, Come fucking find me. We stand behind those yeah, statements. Yeah, Jericho yeah, already blocked me. I don't yeah. give a fuck. But uh, anyways, this Jer promo. There's Jericho-COVID. There's so much shit about this promo. Uh, first, Berlin uh, said he's going to talk in German instead of English. He has a translator, Uta Lundendorf. Uh, Berlin. Uh, You'll clean it up if you do. <laughs> Uh, Berlin's bodyguard pats down Gene before 
Berlin enters the ring. I don't think that's the first time he's ever been patted down. She's being frustrated. Yep. Now Berlin says that he's better than everybody in WCW. So Berlin wants to handpick his first opponent to show that he's better better than everybody in WCW. I say Berlin wants a hand job. Hold on, Joe. I'm gonna stop you right there. That's not what he said. He said and the dumb blonde chick every fucking time said he said like you are the translator. You don't have to say the first part. You just speak. But you hate it terribly, don't you? But he said. I just think she's bad at her job. Well, she is. She forgets some of her lines at the I'm end. I'm sure she is. I don't... She's the Lillian Garcia of translators. Oh, hey. She's not that bad. She, uh, no she, translators. As I said, she did forget a couple lines. <laughs> like, Gene had, like, she's like, and he, what he would do anything for love, but he won't do that. <laughs> But he will pick up his first opponent, and it's going to be Buff Bagwell. Well, already out. Fuck you, Berlin. <laughs> Deuces. Oh, the- hold on. Not if not if he wins. Like if no. the mighty J O B might be coming the way of the B A G. I abbreviated his last name to B A G because that's what his mom shaves for him. His, his bag, his coin there purse. It's mm. wow. too veg. Uh, no, I'm already out. So then we go from Gene in the ring to Gene on the ramp. Is that a new pay-per-view? Gene of the ring. Gene, yep. Gene brings up the New York Islanders and he gets booed. Hey, <laughs> what time does the pay-per-view start, Gene of the ring? Shank of the evening. Shank of the evening. Shank, Shank of the, of the evening. evening. Yeah, I love the way they're in the home arena for the Islanders. The crowd's like, fuck the Islanders. Yeah. <laughs> fuck them. Ah, they were pretty bad that year, huh? I take it. Um, so Gene's uh, on the ramp, and he's uh, but then Lex Luger runs out, and it looks like he's been beaten up. His uh, like sh- beaten off. his shirt's been lower torn. He says uh, uh, he was in the back, and somebody jumped him. And the guy was looking through his bag, and at the corner of his eye, he could see uh, what he was wearing, and it was red and yellow. So it was Hogan. And then H- Luger says Hogan went outside and broke all his car windows. <laughs> he thinks you protest too much there, Lex. Uh, I, thought the, I thought the road dog really did that. <laughs> no, no, no. They spray painted, uh, you know, suck it. And I love the fact of he's like, he beat me up in, the, in, my, in my locker room. And then he went outside and destroyed all my windows. Somebody's been watching Raw. Jesus, dude. Let's go to our next match, shall we? As it's Kenny Chaos. Supposed to kidnap his dog. And Prince Iakea versus the West Texas Rednecks of Kendall and Barry Windham. Fun fact, guys. Kendall and Prince Iakea are the only ones that wrestle in this match. That's the match we all wanted. Uh, Kendall hits a knee drop for the win. Then they get on the mic and make fun of Harlem Heat. Harlem, uh, then Harlem Heat runs down. They begin to fight. Uh, Book T with the axe kick on Kendall and then pins him. Yeah, I. Yep. Uh, yep, he pinned him. And the ref counted it for some reason. They're like, ooh, I like that Sid idea. We'll just get matches. I will only say, um, <laughs> yep. Yep, that checks out. And then uh, Barry uh, Duncan runs down, hits Booker T with the cowbell, and then hog ties him. Well, as Barry Duncan is. is uh, Barry, Barry Duncan. to do. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> Bobby Windham. Got it. Bobby Windham. Barry Darso. Still better than Kendall. Very dark, so Can I set you up for the next part, Joe? Go ahead. Uh, Lex Luger promo number three of the night. Oh, that's just what we needed. <laughs> You're true. Yeah, it's true. As he... Fuck! <laughs> Gene says he ran in the back and told Luger to get the hell out of here because he wants to see that evidence. Luger comes out with an envelope. Oh. 
Luger says, you know what? Before I show it off, I want Sting to come down because he's the guy I need to show this to. Line of the promo. Shivani starts up by saying, Luger has always been honest and trustworthy. Like, since fucking when? Page in the package. Come on, Tony. <laughs> come on, you're better than that. Yeah. And the Sting comes Speaking out. Speaking of someone who's fucking dialed out. Uh, Sting comes out. However, Sting stalls for a little bit, so Gene has to, like, uh, yeah, here, uh, line. Uh, Sting's probably like, he's going to turn on me again. I yeah. can, I'm not going out no. there. I'm not going to. Luger stumbles through his lines. Uh, Luger says, during the time, uh, during his time, uh, during Hogan's time during rehab, Luger says that it was Hogan who drove the Hummer into Kevin Nash. Commentary and Gene is like, yeah, sh- where's the evidence? Uh, so he pops out the photo from the envelope, and it's Hogan near a white Hummer, but it's when he's wearing his black and white gear. That's pretty circumstantial at best. That's like saying that... Uh, That's like OJ did it. Come on. Yeah, no, it's like saying that uh, I killed the Coke delivery man because I happen to be drinking this can of Coke. Right? Wait a minute, did you? Yes, but that's beside the point. I feel like I've seen that. Where, where was that? Where uh, I killed the coke? No, guy? no, no, no. Hogan near the Hummer. I, it was in like early '96 when the NBA started. Mm. They were doing promos. You're probably in the woods. Actually, you know, it's, it's one of those things. Like it's, I, it's I, from, it's from a I do remember. I whole, remember yeah. it. It's yeah. an NWO venue. It was black yeah. and white. Yeah, like, I remember he was that. With the Hummer. Yeah. yeah. I'm just gonna uh, give my note for this for this promo here. It said, um, and I quote. Sting can't possibly fall for this. That sound you hear is the sound of people changing the channel. This fucking sucks. <laughs> Ta-ra. <laughs> Including fucking, Sting. He's this like, is fucking terrible. Sting's like, I just want to get back to my locker room. Uh, so Sting's like, what? No. Then Hogan limps his ass out saying, well, that, was a, that was a run for him, right? It was a sprint. Sprint. Carl Lewis, hmm. that shit. Uh, Hogan says that uh, Luger's out of his mind. Can you find a white runner? Uh, nope. <laughs> Uh, Hogan says, this doesn't prove anything. Luger's just up to something. Uh, then Sting wants to know where he got the photo from, and Luger's like, here it is, bro. It's weird to agree with Hogan. This. Sting wants to know if Hogan's the driver. I was going to say, it's weird that Hogan's right, and Luger's just a douche. <laughs> so that happens, and then all of a sudden, DDP runs in and then punches Hogan and runs off. What is happening on this well, fucking remember, show? Hey, besides the fact that you love him and you hate him, and you'll never forget him. Uh, you know who else will always hate DDP? Uh, Hollywood scum Hogan. <laughs> they're just uh, they're playing all the greatest hits, man. They're trying to get you know something no, works. Say greatest hits. <laughs> Hogan and Sting then get face to face and yell at each other, and so security breaks them apart. Look, Sting and Hogan confrontation. And why are you breaking them apart? You don't break anybody else apart ever. Don't let that get in the way of. We're trying to reignite our company, damn it. You just shut up and uh, let us uh, so take you on so a hire Kane. That's what he does. <laughs> then, we go, then we get the Nitro Girls. Through heck fire and brimstone. So we're going to the next match? Yeah. Van, Van Hammer. God damn it. Versus Buff Bagwell. <laughs> oh, my God. As um, Can we go back to the Luger Pro? <laughs> WCW uh, rookie class of 1991 rematch. As Tony says, Buff's going up one against one of the young stars in WCW. <laughs> no, he's not. Tony <laughs> is so checked out on this fucking episode. Bobby, Hammer's been wrestling for a few years that, now. That up-and-comer, Joe Gomez. 
Just wait till uh, tonight when we hear a rebuttal from that young up and comer Hulk Hogan on those uh, on those uh, accusations. Hey, it's only three weeks into red and yellow, dude, brother. <laughs> uh, during the match, Berlin's entourage comes out and takes notes. Not much about this match; just Buff wins with the blockbuster. <laughs> and then we get a recap from June seventh of nineteen ninety nine of the Hummer ramming Kevin Nash's limo. Um, commentary questions if it was Hogan, but no one knows. The shadow knows. Stang. Let's go to our next match. This is Mike Enos. Yeah. Versus Evan Courageous. I'm out. <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> this, uh, this sounds like it should be on Saturday night. What the fuck is this? Uh, Evan, Evan does a springboard crossbody to the outside, but Enos catches him and then carries him over, uh, carries him up the steel steps and then uh, throws him over the ropes. As you can, I don't know if you guys heard, but I heard a kill, uh, kid yell, Fuck him up, Enos! I did. A kid. A bunch. He was like, a kid. Fuck him up, Enos! A child. Not a, not a, not a grown man. A child. Uh, before his time. I applaud you, young man. You are <laughs> that the young future man. of this country. Funny enough, John Cena. Uh, by the way, guys, Countdown Mayhem, we're 20, 26, 26 days away. Sounds right. Yeah. A uh, match goes for a little bit longer than Vampiro and ICP come out. ICP distracts the ref, and Vampiro hits a sweet sp- spinning heel kick off the top rope. I like rope that on move. Minos. Seems so dangerous. <laughs> Jesus uh, it Christ. does. Courageous hits, uh, covers him for the win. That Bam- Vampiro tells Courageous, "You owe me one." Vampiro Protection Agency. <laughs> <laughs> don't, 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 and then, don't, don't. As we're already bonkers with these matches, then the Kiss Demon comes out. Yeah. <laughs> Danny Day, and then the demon just says this, not here, not now, not this time, and then the pyro goes off. <laughs> what? What is setting up that happening? Setting up that vaunted vampiro demon kiss match I can't wait for. What? Oh. <laughs> like, I, I, had, I, I'm, I had to rewind because I'm like, he just comes out and goes, not here, not now, nah, maybe not this time. I, did, I didn't understand a, a fucking thing in this segment. From the fact of the two guys in the ring to the, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know how you got from point A to six. Yeah, right. There's not even an alphabet anymore. Where the fuck did they go with this segment? Alpha Victor 32. Got it. Yep. <laughs> Checks out. Hut. 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 Hike. <laughs> Let's go to our next match, shall we? Hugh Morrison, Brian Knox. God damn it. With Jimmy Hart. Versus <laughs> the revolution of <laughs> Dean Malenko and Shane Douglas. Jeez. If you're Dean Malenko, how pissed are you right now? Like, Saturn and Benoit get the single <coughs> run, and I'm tagging with Shane. Fuck. Because they were probably like, Benoit's were like, we're not fucking doing that. We were already in ECW with this fucking, it's Dean's problem. Yeah, Fuck you guys. During the match, Shane takes a beating, then rolls to the outside and just stands there, literally... Two feet away from you, Morrison. So they're both leaning on the apron. And the match got better. God damn it. <laughs> uh, Dean puts snobs in Texas Clover Leaf, but guess what, guys? They're not the legal men. Uh, Jimmy Hart attempts to punch Dean, but he stops it. Hugh Morris goes for no laughing Maddle, but Douglas moves out of the way. Douglas takes up both members of the first family by jumping onto them from the top tumble to the outside. They begin to brawl up the aisle, and the ref calls for the bell as they continue the battle up the stage. Like, not being funny at all, do you think this is the Nitro where they're like, we need to make a change? 
Like this is it. It feels like it. <laughs> like we got to do something. Someone be watching, be like, "What are what are we doing? <laughs> what is happening?" Here? Well, I know what we can do. Let's yeah. go to the shake of the hour, with Mean oh Gene, and here comes Hulk Hogan. Oh Damn it! Hogan's out again. Hogan said uh, he called his son backstage and said, "I won't lie to Sting. I won't stab him in the back." Uh, Hogan says that next week he's going to shove it in Luger's face and prove him wrong. So next week. Hogan challenges DDP to a match. But However, he's challenging Sting tonight. Yeah, no, no, Goldberg. He's facing Goldberg tonight. Then Hogan wants Goldberg to come out here so he can uh, say something to Goldberg's face. Uh, and he's like, that hey. He hate, that he hates Jews. Hey, brother. Listen to black dude. Brother. I know you got a match with DDP tonight, but I want him. <laughs> I want to take your... Uh, your uh, <laughs> I'll take your cash tonight, dude. Corey, is this the first time that creator didn't work for your brother was live on Nitro? <laughs> yes. Didn't even he just for up, creator doesn't work for me, brother. Yeah. Didn't even bother with backstage politics, and he's doing it on live TV. God damn, dude. Creative doesn't work for me, dude. You're I'm taking match, your bitch. spot tonight. <laughs> and I, I'm taking your money. And then Goldberg's like, hang on, hang on. I got a better idea. Let's have a handicap match. Me and you versus the three members of the triad. Then DDP and the Triad come out and they accept the match. <laughs> okay. Yep. <laughs> There's so much here. Um, <laughs> they've literally masturbated and switched the main event like seven times. No bait and switch there, brother. Um, you know, the, the fucked up part is that if this company wasn't falling apart at the creative seams, even though they've done a six-man before... Theoretically, there's money in a Hogan and Goldberg tag team. Correct, there is. Just not against the tryout on Nitro. Well, let's see if this uh, TV title match. However, there are two people that would be a sweet tag team match. Vincent Horzogan? Yes, that's exactly who I was yeah. Oh, yeah. The B team. Yeah, got it. Let's go on to the next TV title match as it's Rick Steiner versus Disco Inferno. God damn it. Uh, what, di- what a disco why do, does man. He keep getting it's, title matches. It's just like, well, come on, well, man. Here, here's the thing, guys. Disco comes out wearing some type of cowboy, yeah. red and yellow cowboy Jeez, hat and dude. cheetah print uh, pants. Wait, red and yellow? Yeah. So he attacked Luger. Yeah. Got well, it. No, but he's about to go to wrestler's court for gimmick infringement, dude. <laughs> God damn. Uh, oh, he should because he calls himself a wrestling icon, a sex symbol. He's living La Vida Loca and he's pretty fly for a white guy. Oy vey. Oy vey indeed. Uh, guys, this was a squash match. Uh, I would hope so. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, Steiner wins. Even if it wasn't supposed to be, it was going to be. Steiner wins with the Steiner Bulldog. Steiner then puts Buff in submission after that match and starts punching Disco. him. Disco, sorry. He starts punching him with it, too. I appreciate that, uh, Rick. Yeah, thank Sa- you. Uh, Saturn runs down, and Saturn and uh, Steiner get into it for a minute until Steiner just leaves. I got to be honest with you. If Rick keeps just beating the shit out of everybody I hate on this roster, he's going to give his brother a run for his money on my favorite Steiner poll. I got news for you. What about evil? <laughs> he's a distant third at this point. Yeah. Rick has uh, <laughs> stepped up his game. Well, let's step up our game with our next match that we had to watch. The U.S. Team, uh, US title match has its Jerry Flynn. God damn it. <laughs> versus Chris Benoit. That's the best they could do? You say that? This was stiff as fuck. Oh, no, no. Fuck, dude. It's. They went at it. In terms of bell rings, and I'm all for it. Holy God. But on the show you've given us so far, and you're floating around an open challenge, and you give them Jerry Flynn. That's fair. That's bad. 
Match wise, no, fuck yeah, I'll take, Jesus, I'll take more dude. of this. It was a back and forth match. Uh, Benoit hits the three German suplexes. Got news for you, I like it better than Benoit's fall brawl match. Oh boy. Uh, Jimmy calls to the first family and they come out and uh, as Benoit is going for the headbutt the first family comes out and attacks Benoit and then the revolution comes out and then begin to brawl um, so then uh, hey, hold on hold on real quick yeah. that's a state some of the stuff creatively makes sense like the revolution and the first family are kind of feuding mm-hmm. so it makes sense that a member of the first family would answer the open challenge yeah. but do they draw attention to that at all on commentary no. Nope. No, of course not. They're not. It's like the commentary isn't doing any favor. The credit is bad enough, but on the few occasions where it actually does make sense, they don't highlight I, it. I mean, fuck, might as well not even. Yeah. Um, Benoit gets the mic and says that the first family won't get away with this. Benoit then all of a sudden challenges Sid for a U.S. I thought title he said match. his family wouldn't get away with this. <laughs> that too. Uh, Sid then challenges uh, Benoit challenges Sid since he's the baby face to a U.S. title match. Still got it because he hates the number seventy six. Um, Sid uh, says Sid has to powerbomb more than once to beat him. Just ask David. Uh, then Daniel, sorry. Let's move on to our main event with a buffer intro: the triad of DDP, so, Canyon, and Bam Bam. I kept track of this. Because it was just intros, I skipped six and a half minutes. Holy fuck. Of buffer intros. To God. The match. And then their no, no. opponents making their way down the aisle. He's bald, sweaty, and loves animals. He's got a girlfriend, and he's a Gentile. He used to play football and still only does a spear. I get paid by the word, so fuck this company. His name is William Bill Goldberg. Demand <laughs> if you're not adopting the animal, he will spear you. Versus Hulk Hogan and Goldberg. Uh, as uh, one Tony Schiavone calls them, the New Jersey triad. Uh, Goldberg attempts to jackhammer Canyon, but DDP hits him with a chair. While this is all happening, Hogan's hitting a leg drop on Bam Bam for the win. Goldberg gets right up and yells at DDP. Then we cut backstage to Sting going into Hogan's locker room. He opens it. By God, who's sitting in the chair? It's Macho Man and Gorgeous George in the locker room. And then he's here, brother. Yep. I'm not going to lie to you. They literally brought him in to just sit in a chair for 30 seconds. Um, it doesn't lead to anything. He's literally, it, they just want it. It was another thing to throw you off the scent. Yeah. Um. That's good usage. That makes sense. Because you know he got um, an extra date for that. So yeah. he got so he got to burn a one of his, chunk of money for that. He got to burn one of his last dates for 30 seconds in a chair that leads to nothing and serves in the long run absolutely no purpose. It was a weird, like, I, what was funny and weird was the, um, uh, like, the camera shot of Sting, like, like the, like, the shocked and disappointed look on on his face, and it's just like, okay, that looks like cheesy. And it's stupid too, because even Sting isn't that naive. Savage and Hogan hate each other for yep. the last year. Yep. I mean, when he came back in July, he beat Savage for the belt. Yep. I really doubt he's gonna be his fucking driver and then yeah. come back, surprise him, and oh, by the way, I want the belt. Hogan's not doing the dirty work, if you no, know what I mean, brother. Like, 
I mean, there might have been a Hogan driving that Hummer. It wasn't Hulk. <laughs> it's probably Nick if we, if we go by just, you know. Stuff it wasn't Brooke. It was Linda probably. One of the funniest... She's a bitch. I don't know if you guys noticed. Uh, saw Call on, back. I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter, but uh, somebody posted, like, um, I want to say the Botchmania guy retweeted it. And it was like, one. he's like, I'm just watching 25-year-old wrestling. And then I saw this line. It was when, like... A few years ago, when the when NWO's hanging out backstage in a lock in a uh, in a room with, with like not in a hotel room, like knobs and oh god, yes, I and that. Nick and Nick Hogan's there, and you like and like the line goes, uh, "Hey, uh, Scott Hall goes, hey uh, Nick, do you like race cars?" And then he's like, "Did I just really hear that like twenty five years ago?" Mm. It's a long storyline. <laughs> Nick knew that at one point he had to cripple his best friend. In W.O. Continuity for life. (laughs) Let's move on. if need be, that guy's end life. (laughs) Let's move on. But, you know, I I tried to look up Sunday Night Heat. Corey, I don't think that he actually is. Uh, Being honest. honest, I looked it up. I don't think he is. I tried. I couldn't find it. However, it was just a full consistent of music videos of the current feuds of Shane and Test. Uh... Michael Cole interviewing uh, interviewing Stephanie, uh, Chris Jericho's debut. Howard, uh, uh, for some reason, they decided to show uh, Mankind and Undertaker the Hell in a Cell match on Heat. On Heat, they showed it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> weird. Yeah. So yeah, they uh, um, weird flex. Um, yeah, it was just weird because they used the. Uh, yeah, they just use music videos the whole night. Maybe they're not smart enough to figure out how to tape heat since they added SmackDown. That's probably <laughs> probably true, brother. Because I know um, eventually heat starts getting taped before SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Because when SmackDown debuted, another show went bye-bye, Joe. Uh-oh. And that's Shotgun. No! As no. now, its replacement, Jacked Metal... Is taped before Raw. Mm. Hate to see it. So let's go to uh, oh, back to that. Monday. I've been looking for it. Let's go back I've been to searching high and low for years of metal. <laughs> now let's go back to Monday night, August thirtieth. We're in Boston, Mass. We're in the Fleet Center, home of Charles Emerson Winchester the Third, home of WrestleMania fourteen. 14? Happened in Beantown. Rock, Rock starts the show. Comes out to a huge pop. Yeah, I got a lot to say about that. A little over. Hmm? A little over. Oh yeah, just a little. You know what? It, you know what it reminded me of? Shane Douglas is on Thunder last week. That's like <laughs> <laughs> he mean, just no was that over, Joe. Come on. He just compared the Rock to Shane Douglas. No, no, no. Just the pop. <laughs> For some reason, they thought, hey, That's you know, fair. we should put this on. Maybe it's, they took it's the been pop. Renamed. From... <laughs> it's no longer Road Warrior. It's the Shane Douglas. It's pop. the yeah. Sha- It's the franchise pop. The franchise. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Um. Rock says that he uh, should have been champion, uh, but Triple H has the commissioner in his pocket. Rock makes fun of uh, Sean calling himself the sheriff. Rock calls Triple H out and gives him five seconds. Triple H doesn't come out, so Rock goes to the back. Rock goes to the back, checks the room's bathroom. <laughs> I know you're not here because you'd be sitting down. I know you pee sitting <laughs> down. All right. It's uh, birth of talk, brother. <laughs> Rock turns a corner and they get hit by the belt by Triple H. Uh, Triple H, China, and uh, Shane attacked the Rock. Mankind comes out of nowhere and begins to brawl. Triple H, but security breaks them apart. 
What are you guys? What are you going to say there, Corey? Oh no, it's later. No, oh, later. I uh, actually didn't mind it. Um, I, I think like Corey, I was probably like, "Fuck, it's gonna be a long rock promo," and it wasn't. He's like, "I want to beat some ass. You're not here. Fuck you. I'll go find you. Beat your ass." And then they just kind of started a brawl, which I was kind of forward. I was kind of forward. I will say though that uh, still Triple H in the Rock. Huh? All right. Well, Lori, his here comes down. Could be awesome to take her. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> here comes Shane with the posse as they're going back to the ring. Uh, Shane says, since Rock and Mankind are in the fighting spirit, they each get a title match tonight if they beat their opponents. Shane says the Rock will be facing the Undertaker and no holds barred, falls count anywhere, no DQ match. Since Mankind attacked the posse from behind on SmackDown, Mankind will be facing the posse in a handicap match. So that's our opening match for Raw, WF. Mankind versus the posse in a handicap match. Um, Ref comes out. With uh, Mankind, but Shane says, you know what, nah, I'm the special guest referee, and if Mankind, if you touch me in any way, you'll be disqualified. Uh, The bell rings at 14 minutes, so we're 14 minutes into the show. It's better than normal. Yeah. Uh, Mankind is squashing all the, uh, squashing the entire posse until Abs hits him with like a frying pan. I didn't, I think it was a pan on the outside. Um, Posse then uh, throws two trash cans in the ring while Shane puts his uh, face in front, his hand in front of his face. Like I'm not seeing anything. Abs and Gas then uh, hit Mankind multiple times with the trash can on the head while Shane uh, uh, doesn't see it. And then Shane turns around and throws them out. Shane is trying to play it down the middle. Uh, Abs accidentally hits Rodney with the stop sign. Mankind DDTs Abs on the stop sign. Pete Gas gets a shovel, but Mankind fights him off. During this, Shane's on the ground holding his ankle. Uh, Mankind's pinning all three men, but Shane doesn't do it, so Mankind gets Mr. Sacco and puts it on Shane. Triple H runs down and begins to brawl with Mankind. Shane says, uh, you're disqualified. Then Raw's new ring announcer, Louis Garcia, says, the winner by disqualification, Mankind. Yep, fucked call up. And then gets so good, saved by Shane here. He saved it well. Yeah, he sprints to her and is like, no, 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 no. <laughs> he touched me. He's disqualified. Yeah. And she didn't get it. She was like, am I, am I in trouble? What Like, just, oh my God. I'm pretty sure they never even bothered to explain to her how anything works. They literally just threw her out there and said, do it. It's, oh God. Yeah. Well, so, Triple H made fun of her and called her horse face. Shane, Shane tells her, fix it. She fixes it. It's not wrong. Uh, we China. go backstage with Cole. With Undertaker and Big Show with Paul Bear, Undertaker says he's going to shove a bone down the Rock's uh, throat so he can no longer do the thing about it. <laughs> Did he just say he was going to deep throat Shane or Rock? He's going to bone uh, the Rock's throat. throw his bone yeah. down his throat. That's what it's the bony yard match. All right, then this we is see, weird Taker right here. Right. Then we see uh, Rock head of the ring. Hello, we get, ladies. <laughs> we get a promo for SmackDown. Oh, they actually said on UPN. Yeah, they straight up pub the channel. It's like, fuck you, US. Like, fuck you, gonna do, bitch. You know why? Because it was like 11.30 at night. Yep. No one's up. <laughs> nobody, nobody on the USA <laughs> Network's watching. So, our next match is The Undertaker at the Big Show with Paul Bear versus The Rock. However, Undertaker says, I'm not facing The Rock tonight. Show, you are. <laughs> and when Show said, got lippy, Undertaker told him, I'll fuck you in the ass. Don't give me lip, boy. You ever seen Halloween Havoc, brother? So, Undertaker, <laughs> uh, Undertaker joins commentary for this match Big again. Show's like, I lived it. It, it, this is just a way. This is just a way because of uh, like Undertaker's bad knee. Or, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Excuse me. Um, Rock and uh, Big Show fight for a little bit. They fight to the outside. Rock gets on commentary and starts to argue with Undertaker and, and uh, then goes um, back to uh, punching Big Show. Undertaker's like, yeah, that's right. This, you know, this, this boy doesn't have it or something. And then Undertaker turns into a punch by The Rock. I've seen that on Twitter. And now, if I came true, Undertaker and Big Show then fight with The Rock. Big Show then choke slams The Rock through the announce table. Triple H comes down and attacks The Rock until The Undertaker grabs him by the throat. Then Mankind comes out and begins to brawl with Big Show as Triple H runs off. Interesting. Rock's going through a lot of tables. Yeah, yeah he's, he's the Lana of his day. Man. We go backstage with Cole and Al Snow. Snow uh, says, hopes that Bossman shows up with Pepper. Uh, Bossman has been, hand, uh, Snow's been ha- handing out missing posters. As this is happening, you can hear people moaning yep. behind them. That was just me. Oh, uh, you mean that moaning? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mona, you said? No, moaning. Oh. Not Patty Stonegrinder. Moaning. Moaning. <laughs> moaning. And then Bossman shows up, and he's already down in the ring. Uh, Bossman calls out Al Snow. Bossman wants to apologize for what he did on SmackDown. He says, uh, Al Snow, uh, he saw Al Snow crying on heat. Uh, and, you know, that hit Bossman in the heart. He's, sure had a, he, he's had a dog once, but it got ran over. Uh, Bossman said, if you come to my apartment on SmackDown, you can have Pepper. Al Snow wants Pepper now, but Bossman's like, no, no, no. I want to settle it. I want to settle it between me and you tonight. Like, you know, man, man to man. And then on Thursday, on SmackDown, you get Pepper. Says there'll be no tricks or problems. You can trust me. Bossman reaches up for a handshake and... No. We're going to recap SmackDown as Jericho is attacking Road Dogg. Uh, JR announces that Road Dogg has a crushed disc and he's going to be out for a while. A while. Is he hurt? Like, for real? Uh, yes, but not like... Like, like seriously hurt? Seriously, seriously. Needs a couple weeks off. Let's go to our next match. This is X-Pac versus Takamichi Noku with Funaki. I'm intrigued. What? I'm intrigued. <laughs> Talk to here, huh? Uh, Funaki hits X-Pac during the match while the ref's checking on Taka. We see the Undertaker's watching for, uh, the match. Taka hits the moonsault on the outside. X-Pac hits uh, Taka with the X-Factor for the win. Uh, Funaki attacks X-Pac, but X-Pac hits him with the next factor. It was a decent match for... Reminding everybody that talk is still with the company. This still works there? Yeah. Talk is coming, motherfucker. Uh, yeah. Michael Cole runs down the... Maybe it was him moaning behind the fence? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Michael Cole runs down. Xbox says... Call callback. I'll be later. Come back. Um, Cole runs down, asks uh, Xbox, how, you know, you look, you know, fresh, rejuvenated, all that stuff. And Xbox like, I want the big guys. I want everybody. If it was like 2020, Cole would be like... So, nice to see you can beat a little shit, but uh, you can't beat the big guys, huh, you loser? Hi, you fucking little prick. So all of a sudden, Xbox is super heavyweight. Is that what we're doing here? That's what it sounds like. Oh, he took the Hollies yeah. uh, gimmick. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. Well, he that, got an ideal. Well, if that isn't click-like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we go backstage with Meanie, uh, Blue Meanie, Stevie Richards, Draws, and Albert Vistra meeting, being yelled at, yelling at the officials as JR saying that there's going to be a four-team elimination match, and they're not involved. So let's go to that match, shall we? They shouldn't be. Edge and Christian versus mm-hmm. the Hardy Boys. Okay. Versus the Acolytes. Okay. Versus the Holly Cousins. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's Holly, a match right Holly's there. come out to a big pop. 
As they should. As they should now. Uh, it's an all-out brawl between all all the teams, and then all the te- then all the teams that were in the back all came out, and then all hell breaks loose between all eight teams. Yep. Sounds about right. There's a brawl the whole time. Ref security have to come out and break them up. Uh, we get a promo with The Rock. Rock doesn't think that it's impressive that the big show is uh, choke slamming him, going, Ooh! still funny to me. It's still funny. Uh, Rock, Rock must have watched Nitro because he says he wants Undertaker and Big Show in a handicap match tonight. Rock says in the match, uh, Big Show pulls trunk. Uh, he will pull the Big Show's trunks down, and the Rock will shove Undertaker's face up Big Show's ass. Uh, Mankind comes out and says he wants to be the tag wants to be the Rock's tag partner tonight, um, <laughs> because he believes that he uh, the people want him to be the people's partner. Uh, Mankind also says that Show and Undertaker should put their titles on the line. Uh, Rock says that he'll be his par- uh, Mankind can be his partner tonight because he knows that Mankind uh, what Mankind does he'll put his body on the line and stuff. But Mankind better not steal his catchphrases or his moves. Uh, the Rock was gonna, uh, finishes the promo with the If You Smell. But Mankind begins with the La 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 La. And Rock stops and says, What did I just say? <laughs> I, I know it's been like a week, maybe a couple weeks, but we are entering peak Foley for me. And I am so fucking here for it. It's like as soon as he realized he was shot physically oh. and became just straight up comedy. God damn it, dude. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, Rock heads up the ramp, but Meat and Terry walk by. Rock and Terry have a stare down for a little bit, and Rock asks if they want if she wants to go one on one with the great one. And then Rock tells her, "Go check yourself into the SmackDown Hotel. Check yourself into the Rock Suite. Get yourself some strawberries and some bubbles, and you can bubble your ass down the ramp." Thought <laughs> Austin burned that to the ground. Rebuilt it. Rebuilt it. Oh, okay. Then uh, Meat and Terry are in the ring. And then GTV pops up on the Tron, and we see Meat and Marianne, Chaz's girlfriend, making out, and I she's forgot. making out back behind Al Snow and uh, Cole during his promo earlier. I'm sorry, but I'm not trading Terry for Marianne. Nope. Chaz runs down and attacks Meat as Terry attacks Marianne. How how are those those two still doing this? How. I know you Your want guess me. Is as good as mine. Do not flatter yourself. And we go backstage with Deborah. She's with the makeup artist as Miss Kitty comes up yelling at the uh, makeup artist as Deborah says it's no big deal. We get another promo for SmackDown. Let's go to our next match, shall we? Um, at least most of the matches WWF does lately are consistent with storylines. But this match here is not. It is and not. Jeff Jarrett and Mark Henry... With Deborah and Miss Kitty versus D'Lo Brown and Mr. Ass. Well, three of the four made sense. Well, you didn't you didn't realize that last week was a Mr. Ass face turn? When he got when, low blow by China? Yeah, no, when when China had the pin, she didn't show him. Bum bum bum. That literally consisted of his face turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh China comes out and she joins commentary. I did she, not realize that. Yeah, did <laughs> Nobody not, did, because no. it was so Poorly done. Uh, she says she's out here uh, scouting Jarrett. The main event is also set, guys. Uh, Undertaker and Big Show versus The Rock and Mankind for the tag titles. Um, China leaves commentary and tries to hit Jarrett with the guitar, but Jarrett ducks and hits Mr. Ass with it as Jarrett pins for the win. 
See, this babyface turn is working out just as well as just the well. heel turn was. Oh, oh, just oh. well. Uh, we, we go back, saves with Cole and Test. Test brings up Briscoe and Patterson. Test wants to know who has the best memory because they're holding the rings as Test, who has no friends in the world, makes Briscoe and Patterson his best men. Patterson, <laughs> Patterson begins to cry and Briscoe tells him, man up. Should be Test crying. <laughs> Let's go to our next match. Ouch. As it's Ken Shamrock versus Gangrel with the Hardys or the New Brood. Speaking of a match that just doesn't make sense. Nope. Uh, it's quick. Uh, it's a pretty long match, but Shamrock wins with the ankle lock. Fink comes out, tells Shamrock to turn his eyes to the Titantron and runs off. Jericho's countdown comes on and Jericho uh, doesn't come out, but he shows up on the Tron. Jericho says he didn't want to come out because it wasn't worth his time. Jericho challenges Shamrock to a match on SmackDown. So, no matches on Raw, but two matches on... <laughs> it only on... worked on SmackDown, brother. I only worked the A-show. <laughs> uh, we see backstage uh, with Mankind saying he's going to do the people's elbow, and Rock tells him, to, once again, don't do any of my moves and don't do any of my catchphrases. You can go do that dumb Socko move of yours. <laughs> <coughs> uh, we, get a, we get a recap from uh, SmackDown, the ending to the evening gown match. Oh, that's what they show from SmackDown? Yes, as because we go to the ring with uh, uh, Cole and Ivory as Ivory's calling Cole a pervert and then begins to call Tori a slut multiple times until Tori runs down and attacks Ivory. But she goes through Cole. She doesn't go around. He gets sandwiches I, in. I wouldn't mind that so much. Yeah, I don't. No, I would. Uh, Luna runs down and then tries to separate them. Titties but then, are titties. Titties are titties. Yes, they are. How could they be? Where, is that the next uh, West Texas Rednecks? Uh, it's their next song. Titties it's are the B-side to... TNT. <laughs> yeah. It's the B-side to good old boys. Yeah. Titties are prefer titties. titties yeah. to be fair. Uh, Luna then runs down and tries to separate them, but then Jackie runs down and then tries to separate them. Weird. (laughs) Oh, hopefully this is leading to a four-way, so we can have an awesome wrestling match. Don't tease me. Uh, We're going to recap from earlier with Big Show. Jackie has an ideal, and I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're going to recap from earlier with Big Show putting uh, The Rock through the announce table. So let's go to our main event for the WWF <laughs> Tag Team Championships as it's Mankind and The Rock versus The Undertaker and Big Show. Uh, Big Show body sends Mankind onto a like the broken announce table from earlier in the night. That hurt. That looked like it hurt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Paul Bear then comes down and shows Undertaker something, so Undertaker leaves. Um, His dick? I don't know. That's quite the hog it, you have there, it was, it was a yellow envelope, so maybe here's a photo of Hogan. <laughs> from the Hogan the Homer. <laughs> Tigger's like, God damn it. Tigger's like, I knew it. Couldn't trust that son bitch. I gotta call Sting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I gotta call Steve. Um, you can't trust him. Of course. Tigger? Uh, <laughs> Big Show chokeslams the rock and then punches a chair into Mankind's face, but rock kicks out at two. Mankind puts Mr. Sacco on Big Show. Big Show shoves Mankind into the ref. So we get a ref bump. How all this is happening. The Rock uh, hits the Big Show with the chair. Rock goes to the people's elbow and waves Mankind over. And they both hit a people's elbow for the one, two, three. Your new WWF Tag Team Champions, The Rock and Mankind. Giant pop. Boy, these are just ping-ponging all over the place. Yeah, they are. 
sure this isn't the 24-7 title? <laughs> Not yet. No, it's the Attitude Era, so. This, this seems rather like, even for the Attitude Era, the tag team title changes in this company the last month are robust. <laughs> it's like, uh, who's going to win them on SmackDown? All right. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good show. So, what was the better show? Raw. Raw. Yeah. But show. Not that Match Raw was necessarily bad. It was chaotic in a bad way. Um, but it was entertaining for the most part. Yeah, but uh, Raw was better. Yeah. yeah. So, shall we go to the ratings? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Can I get above three again? So, last week. Jesus. You guys were shocking off. When Dose W got 2.9 to WWF's 5.9. So this week, WCW went up. Well, thank God. To a four. Gee, Jesus. What? Fuck. That's just a surprising. Oh, I know why. Never mind. Go ahead. Because Raw was out at later. Because on so. the East Coast, Raw was on at 11. Yeah, that's right. So it was on. At date on the West Coast. Yeah. But. Raw. So Raw was up at a later time. So WCW went to a four. Let me guess. Raw went down to a 5.8. Sure. Raw did go down to a 4.2. That's the closest it's been in a long time. And next week, time. same thing. Yeah. But did they... Did they run Ooh. off anybody with Nitro? Ooh. Interesting. See, even with these preempted weeks, I didn't think they ever got that Fucking close again. USA, man. No wonder they went to TNN the next year. Fucking Jesus. Do you blame them? If a US Open fucking take it the fuck out of here. But yeah. Four US point... Open got under Vince's skin, but it's the dog it's show. It's the dog show. Killed him. Um, he's not wrong. Goddamn <laughs> yeah. dog show. So 4.2 to a 4. Woo, damn. And you know what's crazy about that is Hogan's going to count that as a victory. Oh, yeah. It was all around me, brother. But I did, brother. I did in the three promos, dude. Oh, we all know it was Shane Douglas. I mean, well, out with Evolution. First of all, in with Revolution. It was Parker. <laughs> That's true. No, Parker wasn't until last week. That's they true. Tanked. God damn it. It's fucking Parker. It's always been Parker. It's always going to be Parker. Fuck chairman. Shall we move on? Let's go to the awards show. Let's start it off with the best match. Oh, come on. Uh, Eddie and Ray gets the Parker and Blitzkrieg. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. Although, I will give an honorable mention. I'm assuming you agree, Joe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I like the tag match from Raw, the title match. That was a good match. I enjoyed it. It's all right. I like X-Pac and Taco better. The uh, worst match from Nitro. <laughs> the Wyndham and Kenny Chaos versus... Or yeah, the Wyndham's versus Kenny Chaos and Prince... Uh, yep. What you fuck? Van Hammer and Bob oh, Bagwell. Yeah, that one, too. <laughs> You're just going to pick them? <laughs> Both. Both. <laughs> Got it. Guys, who are who is your MVP? Foley. I had The Rock and Mankind, both had co-MVPs this week. Yeah, they're tag teams, so it's allowable. 
Uh, I would go with Boot Bowl with the Rock and Mankind. Boom. I, I like the 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 slapstick comedy between the two so far, and the Rock's promo from early, in the beginning of the show, and then him making fun of Big Show. Always, I always. Oh, I was thinking about something. I always love that. So Austin, um, lacks a lot of chemistry with a lot of people he works with. Mm-hmm. The Rock has a lot with a lot of people. Great chemistry with Foley. Great with Triple H. Great with the with Austin. Uh, better than Taker, than Austin is. Um, weird, right? Austin just like didn't work with anybody. Well, except for he... The Rock and McMahon. Well, before that, Brett was... That was fantastic. But he's gone. I know, but I'm talking like it did work. Him and Sean had good chemistry. Um, Yeah, I think it was was easier to wrestle The Rock. He was... It's more giving. He was... Maybe than it should have been in parts, but... Not as physical, either. Yeah. Um, he was giving to a degree and to a time, and then it stopped being so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, sounds right. Just waiting for the next. Moa dipped? Yeah, right, cool. Uh, uh, Snow. Absolutely, Al Snow. Yeah. This is brutal. It is. Uh, Corey. Yeah. WTF. Yeah, I wanted to talk about this, so here we go. The law of diminishing returns. Mm-hmm. Both channels do it, but uh, I noticed it so much uh, with The Rock tonight. When he first came out, gigantic pop. The second time, still a good pop. Not as good as the first one. By the third one in the tag team main event. That was well over half gone. Um, maybe you don't need all your overstars to make three complete full fucking entrances in an hour and a half show. By that tag team match, that pop was a quarter of what it was at the top of the fucking show. And they it, still it, do it. It's like, well, look at, um, I, I, I like that point. I, it's one of those things that they still do it. But like, look at those W right now. Hogan. Two promos, three promos, and then the main event. Yeah. Yeah. I said both do it. Yeah. But it just caught me. It was so um, it was so noticeable with the rocks because the first one was so loud. Just like Shane Douglas was and, on Thunder. Yeah, and by the main event, it was like, yeah, okay, well, we've seen him come out twice already. So, so the rock became Shane Douglas from Thunder and then Shane Douglas <laughs> on an ordinary night. The circle of life is complete. <laughs> it's a full circle <laughs> of the most electrifying franchise of all time. <laughs> there you go. Man. Uh, Booble? Uh, the Berlin debut. We good, fam. You were so excited for it. Nobody was. <laughs> they, uh, you were. <laughs> they kind of shit the bed on it. Again, they fucked Alex right a second time. Just like, what? Did he do to somebody? What does he have to do to somebody? Actually, what is happening with Alex Wright? He's so good. You're kind of on to something. He's kind of guilty 
of being in the wrong camp. Yeah. Ric Flair was a big proponent of Alex Wright. Well. Ric Flair advocated for Alex Wright. Ric Flair put over Alex Wright. So, of course, the Hogan-Bischoff regime wasn't going to do him any favors. Alex Wright was a Ric Flair guy? Yes. Because he came in when Flair was the booker, and Ric Flair's like, I see something here. He's young. He can move. He's handsome. The girls (sighs) like him. Let's make him. Kind of like he did with Pillman. And uh, there was another one, too, later on. Joe Gomez? Yes. Um, the Renegade. And it was a case of, well, nope, can't have that. God damn it, man. Because, I mean, we here at No Cell Entertainment are hashtag push Alex, right? Yes. And uh, it's just, I mean, it's another in a long list of misses from this company. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I love to point this out as often as I can because he seems like he's from a different generation, but he's one year older than John Cena. It's bonkers. Just pointing that out. <laughs> and I am not one of those people who thinks Cena's bad. Cena's a very good worker. Yeah, no, he is. Uh, Alex Wright is so much better. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's conceivable. We, 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 if injuries hadn't curtailed his career, we could have had Alex Wright up until like a few years ago. It's bonkers. If not still now. Alex Wright and AJ Styles. That'd be a good match. Um, uh, I am mooching with Booble again with the WTF for Berlin. Mostly for the WCW factor of, hey, let's try to make this grainy as shit. And... Yeah. Just Propaganda film, y'all. Ruined my eyes. My eyes are ruined by them. Um, but yeah, and then having the translator, which I get, and I like the idea, however, with her forgetting her lines doesn't help. Shitty translator. I think I've just seen how so many for- like fights and stuff where I've seen good translators, and it's just like, oh, God, this how, is terrible. How can you forget your lines? He just said them. Yeah. You're a translator, right? <laughs> you just literally say what he says. <laughs> Line. So, yeah. Yeah. About that. About that. So, this brings an end to this week's episode of the Monday Night War Stories. Coming up, we have the Mid-Week War Stories. That's right. Thunder versus Smackdown. I'm going to lay the Smackdown. Week 2. Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> you can find all of her. Where we answer the question, how many full rock entrances on SmackDown? Over under three and a half. <laughs> we'll find out on the midweek war stories. You can find our all of our podcasts at nosoentertainment.com and you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs> <laughs>